2: At midfield,
0: wearing number eight, the first all-star ever from Laud, would you welcome Paddy Keenan.
3: Arguably the most popular of tonight's winners, Paddy has led from the front for Laud since his championship introduction in 2003. Here's a chance for Rooney,
0: what a goal by J.P. Rooney!
1: And then it happened, Bean sends in from the sideline and Sean Cunningham finishes it at the net, Laud are in front. And here it is, now the All-Ireland Champions for the third time.
0: Hello and welcome to the We Are Loud London Talking Points podcast. Plenty to talk about and we get talking to loads of people. Um, Pete McGrath interview, Andy McDonald, Loud captain, uh, Tony Tig, um, a Leitrim-based uh, London GA uh, sports journalist. It was uh, nearly written in the stars that we we're gonna get Leitrim. So I'm gonna give me reaction now to the Leitrim draw. Literally just off the plane when I heard the news, uh, I was trying to get up on the Radio 1 app on my phone, Wi-Fi wasn't good enough in the Dublin Airport uh, I was spoiled with Heathrow, obviously And Great news, it's the draw I wanted um, Would have been nice to get a home draw But if you're going to get an away draw Leitrim is the, is the one to get uh, the, the, That's the team I wanted I know uh, I know the players, speaking to them yesterday Would have wanted Carlo um, been, They would have like to get another crack at them um, I'd say Mead fans would have liked us to get Longford to see how they got on against them um, Nobody really cared about about Sligo um, In fairness to them um, Tipperary would have been eyeing us up I'd say all around Loud Village and Animinion And Killani would have liked a, a Loud Monaghan Derby match um, And the G.A. would have liked us to get Clare To give Clare a good old boost like they always do in the football Every next that. They're great for such a dual county, which they are, but, um, no, Leithrom away, it's going to be a fascinating game as well, it's a, it's a, it's a chance to go for another two weeks and progress, progress, and just like yesterday, if we take that confidence on that we achieved yesterday and bring that into the game and build even more confidence and get more players feeling good about themselves you never know where this year might take you uh, what started very horribly is is turning kind of it's turning kind of nicely it's blossoming kind of nicely so um, it is one of those draws where both teams will be eyeing each other up we L- will be saying the same thing about us oh we'd uh, we'd uh, we'd fancy our chances against um, against later against Loud but we'll certainly after yesterday like trip to London couldn't have gone any better as soon as you land you hear that um, you've gotten you've gotten Leitrim in the, in the qualifier draw so the lads look forward to training there in Tuesday so and get cracking and get preparing for that game but before before uh, we look too far ahead let's look behind at the weekend and I caught up with local local London based Leitrim man Tony Tighe he uh I think he was, he was doing nine reports yesterday. So that tells you how busy he was and how much in demand he was covering London. And he has been, this past couple of years, very good insight on the game. So uh, he's well worth a listen to. I chatted to him before and after the game. I'm joined here by local uh, journalist, uh, Tony Tig, uh, sports journalist, originally from Leitrim. We won't hold that against him. <laughs> Um, Tony, can you give us a bit of a perspective, minutes before throwing on the London team that they are going to face today?
3: Well, you know, they're, they're coming in at a bit of a low ebb. They probably produced their worst performances of the year in their last two games against Waterford and Sligo. But to be fair to Kieran Dealey, he's sticking with the team that he's played most of the year. You've got six London board players in your starting lineup today. He's got All-Ireland winners on the bench. Liam Irwin came off the bench against Sligo, made a huge impact, but he's resisted putting him into the starting lineup. So, you know, he's... These boys have committed all year, so he's sticking with them. They're talented footballers, but that little bit of nous where it comes to seeing a game out and, and seeing and getting the win over the line—that's where they've fallen this year, and that's why they only had one win in the league. Well, two when you count the walkover from Leitrim, but they let some wins slip against the likes of Limerick and Waterford. So it'll be
0: interesting to see if they learned their lessons today. It's the turnover that usually catches up with them, but they seem a the united bunch today. Light, nice sunny day. Um,
3: They'll fancy their chances. They will, and the turnover isn't as much of an issue anymore because Dealey is very very focused on homegrown players. I mean, if you see that today, there's six in the starting lineup, there's another couple on the bench, and there's probably another few on the panel who just didn't make the team today. So I think the turnover's a killer. It's been a killer for as long as I've been over here in London. But now that at least he has a ground in there, he's the same 10 players that'll be there every year fighting, fighting for a place in the starting lineup. They're talented footballers, like I said, they're just a little bit green when it comes to the, the nitty-gritty that the more experienced boys at home would know. and You'd hope that maybe that today will be the day we see, see them actually learn a bit more like that. A few, few sly digs here and there will be doing them no harm. So that's your verdict. London win? Um, I'd love to see London win, but I've, I've said that many times <laughs> down through the years that it hasn't paid off. I think if London, London get their dander up, if they, ch- if they have to chase the game, I don't think they'll win it. I haven't seen an awful lot this year to give a comment on them. They seem at a very low ebb. I think if London could get a bit of get a steam, I'm not sure who's playing with the win first half, but to build a lead, London might actually get over the line today.
0: Right Tony, thanks very much. Appreciate that, pleasure. Tony, um, back, the game's over a couple of moments now. Um, we're in an empty rice stand the The boys are on the beer. You can hear them in the background. And um, the crack's good. What did you think of the game?
3: Um, I thought it was great. The, the the scoring on show was was brilliant. I'm looking at the positives here. I mean, the defending left a lot to be desired at times, as you'd expect in the scoreline. That more akin to a hurling match. But <laughs> I was really impressed with Loud's accuracy. I mean, just hit three wides. I think in the seventy minutes. That was that was highly impressive. Um, Pete McGrath said afterwards, yeah, there's a lot of work to do on the defence, but I mean if they get that kind of platform around midfield and can get that forward line with decent enough ball, they'll do damage.
0: Do you think the the setting, the good pitch, the nice weather, the novelty maybe Laird had coming over all added to that?
3: Maybe and I know you were saying beforehand that there's you know a lot of there's not a lot of optimism in the county at the minute. Maybe getting it over here kinda of helped them get away for a while and kind of just go into the bunker and come back out, come out firing. But um, I thought their, their start was highly impressive, their tempo, and the, you know, it was a warm day out there today, I thought, especially midway through the first half of London, got their dander up a bit and got a few scores, thought Louder starting to wilt, but they came back strong, they finished, they came out again out of the block, second half, again bit iffy in the middle of the second half but finished with a flourish again and you know William Woods, he'll point, he'll not freeze over from anywhere yeah, yeah. just don't ask him to take a penalty.
0: No, no, we he, had the luxury of him just scoring a penalty over the bar but um, what for London now Ciarán Dealey and his troops, is, it, is there anything to be gained from this year or is it one to forget or is there plenty there to work with?
3: I think the positive for him is, is the young players he's brought through I mean for Sligo he had We had a record seven London born players in the starting lineup. You can see today that there's some talent there. I mean, Adrian Miles, he would have played um, underage for the Republic of Ireland soccer team. He got 10 points today, which is phenomenal. Some lovely scores as well. The problem is that, you know, that defence isn't good enough to win a championship game at the moment. They're far too porous. It was, they need experience beside them, and they got it in from some players today, but, you know, Martin Carroll would be disappointed with his black card. They need experience like him to
0: kind of keep them ticking along and yeah. it just didn't happen today and come here um looking at the qualified draw do you think Laird have a chance going forward maybe super eights or um it's hard
3: to tell i mean super eights may be a step yeah, too yeah. far no disrespect to them but i think it's they get the provincial semi-finalists in the next round is that right yes yeah so i mean hey you get my county leitrim you'll put them away no problem no bother
0: tony thanks for that thanks the a first. million
3: pleasure
1: Number one, Gabriel McIvoy. Number two, Philip Butler. Number three, Kieran Dunn. Number four, Colin Earthley. Number five, David Carabine. Number six, Ryan Jones. Number seven, Patrick Begley. Number eight, Anthony McDermott. Number nine, Martin Cameron, Neil Gallagher. Number two, Darren Marks. Number three, Emma Cowan. Number four, James Craven. Number five, Derek McGuire Number six, Devon Duffy. Number seven, Anthony Williams. Number eight, Andy McDonald. Number nine, Tony Derming. Number 10, Kevin Downey. Number
0: 11, Declan and Number 12, Jeremy Sourney. Number 13, William Woods. Number 14, Colin Grimes. And replacing number 15, Sam Leroy, is number 21, Roland Horcroft. There was Tony, um, really insightful fella. Um, You can see why he's in high demand. Shrewdly uh, judges up the game very, very well. Um, I'm just still, I'm still in disbelief that uh, we've drawn Leitrim his county in the in the qualifier draw. Um, now I'm going to give you the loud. I'm going to give you the actual loud and London match report. And before I do, I'm going to kind of give a pretense to how what the setting was and what have you. You're getting a taxi to the game. Or an Uber, as they call it, um, had to download that app and it use it. Was a great things, God sent, but uh, never used it before. <laughs> got me out a few scrapes and got to the game, and you hear the news breaks around around the, the ground and in the car that uh, young Conor Morgan from the from the Dundalk Gales tragically passed away on holidays with his friends and it's just, it was like pfft, breath, took your breath away. It was really, it was a really grounding moment and absolutely tragic all he could do. You, you never think stories like this happens to people you know or people in your circle. Like, he, he was a really good, really nice, good young fella. Um, and he was making waves with uh, with the Gales. He was in the run, he was in the championship run, running team last year. Um, had a big bright future ahead of him, and it's just so tragic. Um, even speaking to Jared McSorley and Derek McGuire after the game, they 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 couldn't even get him out out of their head during it. They were uh, still coming back to it, so that just tells you how much of an impact and how much of a backdrop Connor's uh, death was felt all around. Rice, it, it was uh you could you could you could see the news breaking. The people in huddles, like the loud supporters, come over to hear the news. You can say, "I don't believe." You can see the face dropping. So very sad, and it's uh, send out the condolences to the dog Hales Club. Then once the dust settles, you uh, you tuck in your surroundings and absolutely beautiful, uh, beautiful newsstand. Got a tour of the dressing rooms after. It's really nice, really modern. Um, what it you would watch it just envy you, you want your old county all oh, really and what have you, but I'll get to that later in the talking points. Um you could just sense from the day it was beautiful weather, um perfect condition conditions, pitches like a carpet and they, they just got into it straight away for the first time this year. They just tore into it. William Woods was fouled and uh, got his free and once he struck the first free over, you knew that was it. Tommy Doran started dominating around the middle of the field. He, he was inspired as well by the settings and surroundings and he just plucked balls. Darren Marks made a super mark as well. Bevan Duffy, they were all claiming marks. Um, and it just really grew into the game. Kicking points, Tommy got his trademark point and he just pushed on and they, they played with a really quick tempo early on and it was it was just it just set the tone and it uh, just give us a platform to go on and express themselves. But then like loud we, we we the goal led a charmed life early on. Uh Liam Erwin oh, what wasn't Liam Erwin, Ryan Elliott had a goal disallowed the Hughes just blew the whistle Tied tad too early. Emma Carlin just couldn't get a handle on him. Uh, at that time. We've been exposed, uh pulled him down. Well, dragged him, but he still, the, the corner forward still held his composure and slotted to the net, but the ref had already blown his whistle. But straight after that, London did, did get the goal again in the run of the play, and it was uh, Elliot, Ryan Elliot. He uh, got an amazing ball, it could have been cut out, um, got it on the right corner and just went in a really amazing solo run. It's hard to stop when he was in possession, and it was that much of a amazing run. He ended up rounding Neil Ga- net, rounding Galley to bury to the net. But unlike the whole year, we've responded very well. Um, um, Roland Holcroft won a free. Woods knocked it over. Great free to win, and then we just pushed on from there. Really, with with Laird doing so well early. Um, the game kind of swung on a, on a, a couple of moments. Uh, the uh, the roachman man for the, for London got a black card. Martin Carroll. He was in the middle of the field and he was marking Kieran Downey. But he's playing nearly as a toward midfielder, pressing up and air kickouts. So we were winning the, uh, the high balls with him even on. He gets black card to go off, and London allow us to uh, drop the ball or kick short kickouts. And um, lo and behold, one of the first few early kickouts, James Craven and Anthony Williams drive up the field off the left flank. Such a really driving run. Uh, Craven had a lot of pace to it, very comfortable in possession, taking the ball. And Roman Holcroft, the forgotten man, got a start yesterday and earned his start. he He learned a spot the next day. Took the ball, really decisive finish, buried the goal and he thought lovely we're we're, uh, we're on to something here um, Declan Bourne kicked some fabulous points uh, on top of that uh, but Kieran Downey's influence on the game uh, was just superb he, it was uh, it was a coming of age game From it's it's um it's tough uh, finding your feet at that level, but he really found it yesterday. He was he, he was just buzzing about the about the game. He's a constant threat. He kicks some wonderful points, wonderful long range points. The ones that would have sucked the life out of us that he missed or dropped short in the league, he he fired them over the bar. You can just see that confidence brewing all over the team as a result. And once he was high in that confidence. Um, with London keeping in touch with Adrian Miles, London born player, one of six London London-born players to start yesterday. So that was great to see. He kicked a couple of frees, he kicked five frees in the first half. But Downey full of confidence spots, uh, Connor Grimes on the edge of the square, sends in a high ball, beautiful high ball, perfect. Connor didn't really have to move that much, but what he, the way he did move, he nearly pirouetted, just torn and over his man and palmed the ball. With two hands, perfectly by um, the helpless London goalie, and that sent us on our way. That that two-goal cushion give us the give us the breathing space to maybe let to let uh, London have that purple patch. We weren't doing that. we were missing chances in the league, and then pe- teams would have the purple patch where we were punished, and we it was it was the opposite. We learned all those mistakes from the league, uh, all those learning curves that I've been harping on about. They all came to fruition yesterday out at the start of the second half and it was just dead by a thousand cuts with William Woods just striking them pen, uh, free kicks bang 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 give them no give them no real chance we went ten up at one stage early on in the second half he's just striking them lovely and Jared McSorley was buzzing around the field as well he he was cutting in he's, he's really he's really sharpening up and he's really getting his decision making on the go he's cutting in really well he's, he's Carrying on his good Carlo for performance, kicked lovely points as well, cutting in, bang, and then like I said, we're susceptible to uh, an opposing team purple patch. London hit five in a row, um and you kinda thought, oh my god, and I know that the, the loud supporters around me in the stand were getting a wee bit nervous, but uh we jolted back into life when Connor Grimes won a penalty and only mistaken the blot in his copybook all day William Woods he uh fired it over the bar he went he went high with it and it just went over the bar and that was it really he uh he had he I think he finished with four more scores um I think London got a constellation score but it was like consider it was a such a hot day it it um the pace of the game never really relented And that was good to see as well But it's just, it didn't really matter It was just Getting 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 that losing monkey off our back that's, That streak That was just haunting us And once it went away You could see see the pressure melt away In the, in the London sun And the boys just expressed themselves And it was great to see Like The manner of the, the victory was brilliant it'll, it'll carry on now hopefully Into the Leitrim game and even a more feel-good factor, Niall Connell comes back, returns from injury and comes on. Aaron O'Brien from Matic Rains, my own club, makes his debut as well. So all good, all good. And then after the game, it was, it was like, it was like a massive beer garden. The clubhouse in Ryslip, just loads of benches around it, players from opposing uh, sides, um, chatting and having a few well-earned pints. and watching the highlights inside it just was a lovely atmosphere a lovely sense of community and it was just it was just all, all around good good novel weekend away to London it was a it was a business trip but it, it, it was uh, certainly leaned on the side of pleasure and um, for the loud boys in their professional qualifier round one victory so so that's it now we caught up with a uh, Pete McGrath and uh, as you can tell, he was, he was uh, very enthusiastic
1: after the game. Yeah, well, when you've got that number of weeks, uh, the disappointment of the previous game has gone through the system by the time you play your qualifiers. So that was a good thing. And, um, yeah, they were with the clubs, did a couple of club matches, and that didn't do them any harm. Uh, so, yeah, there was good work done. There was talking done. We looked at different things, and I think it all sort of today and you know I thought was a very very good performance particularly in an attacking sense there would be issues maybe defensively we've got to look at and tighten up there because probably the opposition in the next round will be sterner than London so we got to uh, plan accordingly. They did of course um, they've knuckled down since the Carlo game Uh, we parked that we talked about it uh, we moved on and we knew coming today to London that it would be a tricky assignment, a tough game and that's the way it turned out, Um, first half was end-to-end football, defensive play maybe wasn't great by either team but uh, second half I thought we controlled to a large extent apart from that wee period maybe a few or nine minutes when they got a flurry of scores and they got back within four. But we had the composure and the temperament and the mentality to get our hands on the ball again and work a couple of scores and kill the game off. So it's um, delighted for the players because they've stuck by it. Um, it. Would have been very easy to become despondent and become fatalistic. They've stuck with it. Come, got a good win, and let's see what the draw brings. We knew well, that that was in our game plan coming here. Uh, I emphasised these last 10 days to them, the importance of the first 2, 3, 5, eight, 10 minutes of the game and uh, in actual fact we, we scored 3 and then we let them come back again, then we went away again and it, it, we could have maybe nailed that game a lot earlier than we did but it was a good enterprising start, it was a good energetic start, we got the scores on the board and it's the old story when you start well and get a couple of scores then that pyramid gets through the whole team in terms of confidence and people being able to express themselves, and that's, that's really the way the game went. Yeah, Willie today was very accurate. Um, to get two goals was good. We could have had maybe two or three more, uh, but hopefully, we'll get those on another day. And yeah, free kicking today, Willie Williams was excellent, and he'd scored a number of good points from play as well. But I thought. The scoring spread today was very good. A lot of players scored. a lot of players made the right decisions at the right time. Good shot selection, good execution. And uh, you know once you get into that kind of rhythm of scoring that's happening for people, then it becomes infectious, and confidence grows, and the scoreboard tells that story, and that's the way it, it, it panned out t- today. Tommy certainly was inspirational in the first half because he, he certainly showed the way forward, uh, his fielding, his decision-making on the ball. He just had an inspired opening in the first 20 minutes and that really set down a very strong marker for us and it laid a very good platform that others built on. So yeah, Tommy can be certainly proud of his performance today. Uh, emotions were running high there was pain, there was devastation, and that's good, that's good. So obviously what people wrote about the players locally, oh, that's, that's their affair. Players have to, to deal with that, because if they're in the public arena, and if in a particular day, things don't go well, then they're targets. So, But they've got to be tough-skinned, and they've got to say, well, look, this goes with the badge, so we'll live with that, and we'll, we'll take inspiration from that rather than be despondent about it so the players did respond very positively and i think today they they showed pride in the jersey they showed a sense of direction and it's something that we can build on we 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 we've done a lot of work in forward play since the caro game and we'll just try to take it back to basic basic principles of good movement plenty of support good decision making and I tell the players when people are working hard and making runs and supporting each other and creating space then it looks brilliant and people think that's rocket science is not it's just getting players doing very fundamental things in terms of forward play and when they do it energetically and they do it selflessly then opportunities are created and today we were able to take those opportunities and the thing then rolled on rolled on well we had and if they had nicked a goal, now you have to take into account the conditions today. Very very hot, uh, very demanding, very energy sapping and we went out at the start of the second half and we really took the game to them, you know, sort of hammer and tongs, went 10 ahead. Now there was always going to be a bit of a, a lull and unfortunately in that lull, they, in fairness to them, they drove at it strongly, they won a number of kick-outs in the air, they got a couple of scores, and they did bring it back to reachable proportions, and that was a bit of a concern at the time, because you just felt if if these guys get a goal, they've got momentum, and who knows what could happen, but thankfully we regained composure, got our hands on the ball, got a couple more scores, and put the game to bed. I would say it's a possibility. Uh, It'll be his decision, obviously, but he has... In his mind's eye targeted the next match as a potential comeback, so that's very good. Ryan Burns will be available as well, so it it does widen the options there, Um, and that's always good because it means then that you can maybe tinker with other areas of the team uh, that you might feel need strengthening. So the more options you have, then the healthier the position you're in, so that would be good, absolutely. They are
0: coalescing that's that's the word that is the word of the day everything coalesced as Pete says and came together on the day an entire year's year's work of learning came out in a, in a beautiful exhibition of football after uh, we caught up with Pete I um, uh, had a chat with Andy McDonald in the bar and uh, excuse the background noise but it, I, it, it might give you a sense of the uh, bustling nature and uh Vibrancy of Rice right slip after the game. Andy McDonald must be a great relief to get that millstone of a nine-game losing streak off your back.
2: Yeah, exactly. It was it's been tough uh, all year, and the final West Wales well is a relief. Um, probably scoreline. Probably it does reflect the game, I know London maybe could have got a goal at the start with the ref had a play advantage but missed a penno and we missed another one on one and and I suppose at the end of the day it's just it's a relief to get a win and we knew we had it in us, we said before the match if we went play play the best of our ability, we'll come out with a win and we'll be in a draw at halfway tomorrow morning and, and we are and we'll we'll be listening very closely to see who we get and you never know. Hopefully we get another win win under our belts and go from there but We'll, uh, we'll enjoy today and every and, uh, and, uh, regroup now Tuesday night and train hard for the next two weeks. I think it's two weeks uh, okay. next match. You can
0: see the relief trainer from his in the, in the points that he's kicked. So serious, yeah. serious skill. Yeah,
2: some, like, some of the kicking today was brilliant. I don't think he only kicked three or four wides. Some of the long range kicking was brilliant. I on down, he got two lovely points. Set the ball set, set Conor Grimes up for the goal. He's seen him one on one, popped it in, and we got the goal just before half time put a six ahead and talk here on was very good today. Some of their long-range kicking, even his kicking inside into the full forward line to Ronan there, Ron got A lovely goal as well and that was the thing. If we knew if we got the ball inside early, when it was on, that was the main thing, when it was on, to kick the ball in, to, to, to release the ball and, and if it's not, then we, we don't give it away. But the ball in at times, just a lovely, lovely pop pass, you're at the full forward line, just running onto it and then with the runners off the shoulder. Talk Conor Grimes well worked really hard and and we got a freeze there as well, and Sir William Woods probably kicked 12 or 13 points today, he was very good. So uh, We'll enjoy tonight, we're not getting ahead of ourselves either, but that's, that's to be honest, we're not getting ahead of ourselves, it's it's a win. And um, that's all it is, and we're in the draw now, tomorrow morning.
0: Plenty of, uh, plenty of positives to build on, mm-hmm. for the qualifiers. So.
2: Yeah, yeah, like we have a small panel, um, everyone knows that, we probably only have 20, five or six lads there at the minute, but... I'm Confident and everyone's confident of uh, their ability there to, to be called upon, and um, it is positive. It's like 226, it's a, it's a great score. I think 225, or whatever it was, 226. yeah, 226, great score. But maybe if you look at the other end, if you're one of them people that likes the defensive side of the game, we can see the 118, and we probably will need to, to smarten up on our defence uh, the next day, um, no matter what team we get. Um, it's not good to be conceding 118, but. I don't. I don't mind if we can see if we score 1-19 the next day. I'll be happy just to get a win. Win's a win. Like
0: such a, a down year. It's it's ending on a positive, and you have another game there in two weeks' time.
2: Yeah, like it. It's hard. You go training, and, and I know the only one person can win a game at the end of the day, and uh, it's tough that all the work you do doesn't mar- mean that you're gonna, gonna reap the rewards, and it's tough. But. Uh, it was, I'd probably say it's more of a relief to get a win, uh, if I'm honest, um, and and we'll enjoy it in the dressing room. Uh, Pete spoke quite well after it, and uh, be ready for the next game, Um, but I'd say it's a relief, but... um, Happy too, happy too to get a win, and, and it's a it's a great setup over here in London, and uh, we're well looked after, and the pitch out today, or today I don't think I've played in a better surface. Maybe Crow Park would, would uh, rival that, and I thought it was a fantastic setup out yeah, here. It's, it's good to bond two. now over the yeah, weekend. As yeah, yeah, well. yeah. We'll have a few drinks, and I know the lads will fly back tonight at ten, and the lads are working in the morning. But yeah, you need it. You can't just be a robot and not drink. You need to have your opportunities to do it. You know the top teams are, are obviously doing it as well, and. You need to pick your moments right and when you do, you'll have a few drinks, a bit of bonding as well. A few lads obviously haven't been out in probably the last two or three months. So, yeah, we'll enjoy ourselves and we well looked after. We'll fly back tonight and, and regroup Tuesday night and we'll be we'll be raring to go. And hopefully we can get another win under our belts. That's, that's, that's all we want to do. Well, thanks, man. No bother, that. No bother.
0: There you go, Andy in fine form. Um, I'm going to do the talking points, but I more or less went over them in the uh, match report. So, not to repeat myself, um, I suppose uh, Silly Willie, his kicking was just superb, absolutely exhibition stuff, a kicking clinic. Just crisp, beautiful strike of the ball, nearly like a sandwich, just skying the ball, beautiful flight, beautiful connection. Um, so the other talking point would be Kieran Downey's performances. It cannot be understated, the influence he had in the game. It's really great to see him bring his good uh, club form into into county. That's really big boost going forward. Um Roy Slip as a venue with jeez G- you'd be so envious of it. Even the pitch was like a um, oh, perfect carpet, like as close to Crow Park as you get. Even Andy Andy said it to Andy said it there um it was nice to uh to see we figured out the midfield as well when uh, we were dominating the air we went short we were forced to go short we figured that out we could handled every problem when they pressed up on us we worked that out as well that was great to see and um i suppose kudos to Pete McGrath for, for putting Galli in and trusting him Galli made a couple of great saves as well His mother thomas waters a crucial crucial block in the first half um just a really good save got down got down and smothered his foot and just uh, really low and bounced off the post so that's another talking point as well and regardless of the opposition I know everyone think oh it was only London we just we were we just kicked absolutely everything good decision making and really decisive in in everything we did we just smacked points over from all from everywhere from long range from inside and Rona Holcroft gives us a really good uh, stamp on it And then You have Jim And Barnesy To come back in as well So there's tons of options now And the whole thing's opened up And Also the, the, the other talking point is Confidence Like It it, it's, it, cannot be Like It cannot be even Undervalued How much Confidence means to the team And maybe it just shows How much Confidence was drained From the lads In the, in the league And what have you like every player yesterday, come out of the shell and, and express themselves. So, looking forward to uh, the Leitrim game now. I, I should have a Leitrim pre- preview pod. Um, thanks for tuning in and thanks for all the messages and the whole lot. But I really appreciate you listening and downloading and what have you. And following on at We Are Loud on Twitter and We Are Loud on uh, Facebook and Instagram and SoundCloud. So, thanks very much. Um, that was the London call and Talking Points podcast. Um, and I'm going to finish with a phrase that sums up the whole weekend. And I heard, overheard him in London saying that something, when something's really good, it's proper mustard. So I thought that weekend as a whole it's proper mustard.